All right, welcome to God Won't Unlock, episode 72. Send the podcast to your friends, because we're the, the best podcast. Sweet 72. And all of gaming. What is that actually something? Or no, just I just that totally made it up. It's going to be the new NBA tournament. It's going to be called <laughs> Sweet 72. Well, they're all on their way. So, Happy New Year. This is the first. Well, no. Last episode, I think, was published on New Year's Eve. Or New yeah. Year's Day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... But this ha- is the ha- first one ha- after. First episode Produced. recorded during 2020. So let's jump right into the news here. One of the biggest stories I thought, at least not everybody may uh, take this as the biggest story, but the head of Respawn, we've talked about a bunch of times, how Respawn like, carried literally EA. carried EA through all of 2019, first with Apex and then with uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Well, now... They're taking the head of Respawn. He's not leaving Respawn. They're putting him in charge of an entire other studio. Uh, DICE has a, a branch. DICE of uh, Battlefield and Star Wars Battlefront fame. Also, Mirror's Edge, I guess. If anybody remembers yeah. Mirror's Edge. Uh, they've put him in charge of this DICE studio. And they said that they're going to rebrand this studio. They're not going to be called... Respawn, they're not going to be called Dice. They're going to be something altogether, and they're going to make their own games now. They're not just going to do support. So that this worried me a little bit. Whenever you have somebody who's filling multiple roles, I always worry that the one role that they're you know true to, so to speak, the head of Respawn, that it's going to hurt. You know, take them away from. Yeah. Like I, I look at somebody like Elon Musk, and I think he's probably being pulled in too many directions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but somehow he still manages to get it all done. Well, that, I guess that was my question. Like, when you think about being the head of a studio, you you're really, uh, you know, sorry, studio heads, because I'm going to say this. You're really only ever at the at the will of your people, really. Like, this guy's not actively developing games. He's overseeing the studio. You know, so, like, how much of a hand do people like him have in the day-to-day... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's probably bogged down in business it, most of the it's time. It's almost paradoxical, isn't it? Yeah. Because they say a good leader will will just hand an assignment to his workers... Right. ...and then walk Who will away. execute it. Yeah, and let them, let them just solve the problem on their yeah. own. Yeah. So it's almost paradoxical because, you know, to be a good leader, you almost have to not do anything, do anything yeah. at all. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just, I, I can't help but think of how ironic it is because EA really screwed over Respawn. And I think Respawn even was With a Titanfall? Little, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think they were even a little public about oh, yeah. how they felt screwed over yeah. by the release dates of their games yeah. that ended up bombing. Yeah. Um, and yet here they are saving the day. In multiple ways. That's what it, like, here's a developer that, in my opinion, I'm not even, to me this is one of the top, this is a top ten developer in the whole world as far as I'm concerned. You've got, this is the, the, the team that literally created Call of Duty, went on to create Titanfall, which is highly underrated, and has now created Apex Legends. One of the biggest games, if not the biggest game of 2019. And then another big game at the end of 2019. They really... If EA gets to keep the Star Wars license, it's literally thanks to Respawn. Which yeah. is a huge property. A billion dollar property. Yeah. And 
I don't know, I, I just feel like Respawn doesn't get the respect that they deserve. But I guess it's good to see EA finally giving them some Well, respect. maybe maybe now they'll yeah. start to get the, the respect they deserve. Yeah. And maybe this is sort of a, a nod to it. I don't know, you know, because... I think I didn't even know Dice had a branch in LA. That that was news to me. Yeah, about, yeah. Like, I usually just think of them as that European studio. I also think of, well, geez, if Dice has had help on the last several Battlefield games and Battlefront, and they've still sucked, how bad is it gonna be for Dice now? <laughs> because now they don't have help. You know, I just don't know where. Where do you go with Battlefield? At I don't this know. Point? I don't. I know. really don't know. Where Where else can you go? I feel. I'm, Whenever we were talking about Modern Warfare, I talked about this, is that I felt like Call of Duty was eating some of its cake, because they've got a huge, like, you know, big team battle style mode now with 100 players or whatever, yeah, or 64 players, whatever it is that Battlefield does, so it's like, what does Battlefield have that's unique anymore? Do you go back to Bad Company? Do you go even if they to do, Vietnam? Even if know? they do, like, well, you go back to Bad Company, well got modern warfare over here right here and now yeah so it's like yeah where do they go like yeah. they tried to do the single player focus this with battlefield 5 that totally flopped didn't work out at all in fact it created backlash because of the, the way the characters were presented and so on and so forth i'm trying to figure out what what does What's Dice LA's claim to fame or do they they just do game? support they, they've never made their own game like okay. they, they do like supplementary support so that's weird for battlefield so they help the main dice make battlefield games yeah and now they're doing now under the respawn ceo they're going to make their first game oh okay so who knows do you think it'll be cinematic third person <laughs> is it gonna star a grown man at his child well i mean like every other cinematic I mean, Fallen Order is kind of cinematic. It's, yeah, it's it is, of, for sure. So, so I'm wondering, could this be something cinematic? Because, you know, most games out of L.A. usually end up being cinematic. It for seems, whatever, seems to be the case. For these, whatever These reason. days, yeah. So, um, you know, I don't know if they if people just go, Hollywood, so we're going to make it cinematic. And it's going to tell a great story, you know, like a, like a big movie. I don't know. Uh, probably what some people would consider the biggest story this week, Escape from Tarkov became like the game of the hour this week. It was everywhere everywhere you looked. Every streamer was playing it all week. How do you pronounce that? Tarkov. Escape from Tarkov. Why is it written backwards? It's not. It looks like Tarvok. Oh, maybe it, maybe it is Tarvok. I don't oh know. my god. Uh, well, Escape from some <laughs> Russian sounding word uh, became... The number one game on uh, Twitch this week. Everybody was playing it. I, I I guess I have two different thoughts on it. This game's been out for years. Did you have you are you familiar with this I game? I haven't at heard all? of this game. I'm looking it up. Oh right my now. god! It, it, well, it, that's the thing. It's been around for years. It's one of those games that's been around forever, but all of a sudden now, you know, it's been updated, 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 and it's getting its time to shine like everybody was like one streamer had like 300,000 people yeah it looks pretty cool and the basic concept is it's almost like a battle royale meets like raiding kind of from like an MMO like you're all by yourself I think oh yeah I'm playing I suppose you no I suppose you could team up with other people but you go into a zone with other players and 
you try to get in, get loot, you know, and escape. That's the concept. But you're all against... It's every man for himself. Is this himself. only on PC? Yeah. Damn. It's every man for PC himself. PC Master Race strikes again. But the menu system... There's like this whole meme that has spawned. Because the menu system is so hilariously bad that people joke <laughs> that it's Tetris. Because you, the inventory system, you gotta like... Oh, it is rushing. It's like old, like... Uh, you remember like the old Resident Evil inventory? Where you had to like move the oh, items around? Yeah. It's like that. Oh, and people that. are doing that all so well that's what I'm like it always amazes me how like we seem to move past a lot of things you know like, go back like, like we, you all we would never do that again that was terrible and then when it comes back again people are like oh yeah and you can't stop talking about it you know like it's like nostalgia you know what, for something terrible that you put up with or something I think it is Escape from Torkov is it? yeah I think you just wrote it wrong on here copy and paste it wrong or something um or Tarkov. Are you watching it right now? No, I'm just looking through, you know, pictures and. It is Tarkov. T A. Yeah. T A R K O V. Now, who developed this? Some. It's like their first game ever. They, they're like Russian or something. Battlestate Games. Yeah. It's been out forever. So, is this like the new PUBG? Where it just sort of organically grew. Yeah, it first came out 2016. Wow. Yeah, no, that's what it's been. Like, it's been slowly growing. Like, you know, you gotta love those stories. Over four years now. You, you just gotta love those stories of and organic now it's blew growth. Up. Just where blew it up. finally arrives. You know, I mean, a couple of years ago there was no sign that this was ever gonna take off, but they stick with it. They stick with it. Yeah. And then here it is. It's pretty crazy. Maybe. Maybe this would be the... I can't decide what the biggest story of the week is this week. Uh, so, apparently, this leaked out. Valve was making a Portal prequel called Aperture Camera. And they canned it. They canceled it. And the actual... The, the main the reason it was called Aperture Camera is because it uses, like, some type of camera. And photography yeah. is one of the main... Yeah, I was going to read about it. No, but I was just guessing based off of the name. So, they canceled it a long time ago. But they've turned it over to a, a brand new developer because this, this like leaked out, and this brand new developer like volunteered to take it over and finish it. And Valve said, "Okay, go ahead." And I was just like, "What? <laughs> That's, this is they're not, I don't think they're gonna call it. They're not gonna call it a portal game." But Valve just passed it off to I, I'm just really curious how this game possibly ties into Portal. You know, with a name like Aperture Camera and... Well, they said, too, that, you know, GLaDOS and there's some other Portal personality. Yeah. N- none of them are in the game. Hmm. It might just be the same not, setting. Not, not going to be singing to us at the end? Yeah. <laughs> the cake is... Maybe the cake is still alive. Maybe that's... The, <laughs> but, like, I got thinking about Valve today. I'm like, I wonder if people, like, have come to the, like painstakingly come to Valve watching them do so many Nothing. strange things yeah. I wonder if people like literally like p- have come to Valve and pitched them like please like if you hire me like I will do this for you I like, will do this for please free please just let me do this I yeah. will, I will but, finish yeah. half life for yeah, free like like you will just let me do it well, and I was just thinking like you know like even their customer service through like Steam is like notoriously bad and stuff you know I wonder if people have, like, literally come to Valve and, like, please, like, you know, like, I will take over your, yeah, I will handle all, I will totally 
evolve all your customer service practices. Like, please let me do this. I know you have the money. Like, yeah, yeah. I wonder if like so, like that's happened. Like, I mean, I'm sure it has. I mean, Valve has some of the most diehard fans like on the planet. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm sure. How has a company? Their story is so odd because while they simultaneously have, I mean, Counter Strike is still bigger than ever. Dota 2 is huge. Even though they have two of the biggest games in the world, they seem like such a failure. You know? <laughs> like, like oh, I don't yeah. think I've ever had known a company that's like, wow, look at, like, they've got two of the biggest games in the world, but they still feel like such a disaster of, of epic proportions. Do you think Valve? Epic proportions. Do you think it. Valve is, is a failure? That's what I mean. Like, it feels that way. Because, really? like... See, they're not. They're not. They're definitely because they have two of the biggest I games. always felt the other way about them. I felt like no matter how much they screwed up, they always seemed like the gold standard. Everybody hates them. And almost rightfully so because well, yeah. they've just sat around for a but decade. I, you know, it, well, and that's the thing. It's like they did nothing for an entire decade. Yeah. And yet... When this new Half Life game comes out, I bet it's I bet it's spectacular. Like it, it probably that's, will be. That's just the way Valve rolls. Like but artifact. No matter how ridiculous artifact, they are, artifact. You know, literally was I'm going to use the term like stillborn. Like yeah, just have they given up on the game? Oh they, yeah, they haven't done anything to they it. Pull the plug. Yeah. Well, they claim they're revamping it. Well, we'll see. They. How many games have they started and canceled, like, internally? Or have they even? Like, that's the yeah. thing. Their but communication is so poor. Once they push it out the door, they're usually pretty good like, about so many it. companies, like, communication is, like, integral to being a modern business. You know, like, yeah. the second a bug is discovered in a game, like, the fans are, like, blasting the internet, you know, and, like, waiting for a response. Yeah. And here's Valve, who's been hiding in a dark cave for 10 years saying nothing. Well, that's what I kind of wonder about is it since they have been sort of like in a self-imposed yeah. um, you know, hiatus. I wonder if they will be a little behind the curve. That's what I mean, like, you know, now that they're coming back to making games. Imagine if there was a really great, you know, what would you say if a really great baseball player walked away at yeah, 24 yeah. and then all of a sudden or a basketball he's player. He's 36, and he comes and says, Hey, guys, I want to come back. Yeah. You're going to be like, well, he's trash now. Yeah. Like, Unless he's George Foreman or Michael Jordan. <laughs> well, that was Jordan for like two years. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And he was still a professional athlete. He wasn't yeah. sitting at home. He's yeah, playing baseball, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. This Valve just... I guess kudos to them for handing off a project just to be like, yeah, you want yeah. to finish it, go ahead. I mean, that is cool. It's yeah. cool that like somebody came up to him and were like, oh, you know. I'm surprised more people don't do this. Like, yeah, you know, like, we'll give you, we'll even give us 10% of the profits and do whatever you want. With yeah. It. You know, like, what do we have to lose? Yep. Unless, if it was actually going to harm your property. Like, if this was Portal 3, I could see them being like, no. You yeah. know, because if Portal 3 bombs, that hurts the franchise, but... So, I finished The Witcher. Have you watched any more of it at all? I am up to episode 7. Okay, so you're almost I'm almost done. there. You've got set 7 and 8 to go? Yeah. Do you want? Do you care about spoilers? No, or? I don't. Because like, there really aren't... Like you say, it's about a 6 out of 10 show. There really are not. <laughs> well, here's... I will... Here, I guess I'll try to roll it back. Well, you tell me what you think about it so far. You, you've watched 6 eighths of it. 
silence. Oh, you, oh, tell you want me, me to start? Think. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's um, what you think of it, dead silence. Uh, you should edit in crickets right there. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just it's disappointing. My, my first thought is disappointment. Yeah. Uh, because I do like it. Yeah. I do like it. But, Part of me uh, likes it, too. Like, I felt compelled enough to finish it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, that's the thing. It's like, I see a good show there. Yeah. But it, but the technicals... Did you like the gold there. dragon CG? No. Oh, my I, God. And that's, that's the, you nailed that's it the when you I said it looks like a sci-fi show. Yeah, it does. And that's, the, and that's exactly where I'm going with this. Is, you know, some of the characters are really likable. You know, some of the storylines are really good. I No, I don't feel that way. I you don't, don't think so? No. No, I you, think some of the stories are but, pretty good, but but the quality is just all over the place. I yeah. mean, some of the storylines are really bad. Yeah, and some of the CG is just terrible, yeah. and some of the lighting is terrible, and yeah. some of the costumes are terrible. Yeah, and it's just it's like come on, yeah, cool. like how can this happen? Yeah. Like, this is your Game of Thrones. And it's pretty amazing that this became the biggest show on that. Yeah. Like, one of the, probably one of the biggest shows of the year. But it's just like, look how desperate people are for, like, essentially the next Game of Thrones. Yeah. And you, you had a chance, and you, you like, cheaped out on it. And this is this is so indicative of Netflix. Yeah. It, Netflix in general. Yeah. And I can't stand it anymore. Like, well, I think, I think literally half of their budget, I mean, I shouldn't say that. Not literally, but casting Henry Cavill at all must have cost a ton of money. Like, yeah. a ton. And I do wonder how much of the show's appeal is literally because of Henry Cavill. Like, having mm. that face as the main character was so important to them that they went way above and beyond. Because I know he wanted to do it, too. But you know, my, my, my real issue here with Netflix that really burns me is... They knew that this is a franchise that with a pre-installed fan base. Oh, yeah. So they knew it was like gonna be a success. Right. So why didn't you go bigger? Like almost two pre-installed fan bases, because you have the books and then you have the Yeah, games. exactly. And you know, with Game of Thrones, yeah, there was a there's a small fan base. I mean the Witcher fan base had to be bigger than Game of Thrones fan base before the show. It may have been. It yeah. had to be way better. Yeah, because of the games. The games and the yeah. books. Yeah, I mean, the books had to be pretty niche. Yeah, the books, yeah. because The Game been, of Thrones Because books. Yeah, because they've been releasing since like 1993 sporadic. Yeah, right. You know, so, but HBO went big. You know, HBO went big. And you yeah, can't, you can't tell me, you can't tell me, even with Henry Cavill taking up a huge portion of the budget, I mean, look how big the cast is on Game of Thrones. It's yeah. enormous. Yeah, yeah. So they got to be spending more than The Witcher did You're on cast. You're right. You're probably right. And I mean... And then they, yeah. they have better CG. They have better, you know, costumes, better lighting. Better, better set. Just like it's better everything. Better. Well, yeah. I shouldn't say better writing, but... So I just don't... The early seasons. I don't understand how Netflix didn't go all in on this show. And I, really make it the next Game of Thrones because they had a huge opportunity they still do I, I, I was going to say I, I think like like you you predicted this show would be a massive success and you were right it it literally became one of the biggest shows well, because of it, it's a it's a franchise and like this is this is what Hollywood's after right now is franchises yeah. pre-installed fan bases yeah. so like it was almost going to succeed especially since Game of Thrones just ended and people are people want to see people yeah. all naked and stabbing each other yeah. <laughs> You know, they just need that to scratch that itch. And so it's just so disappointing to me that, that Netflix cheaped out. And, you know, with them losing the Disney content. Yeah. 
it just seems to me like why aren't you trying rather than just throwing shit at the wall constantly and that seems to be their strategy <laughs> yeah why not go like HBO and really go all in on your shows like each one make them really something special and they just they don't do that yeah it pisses me off to no end I think I, I since I started we did our reactions to the first episode of the first I think we just the first episode when we first talked about this show yeah um I did get used to Henry Cavill as Geralt, and I do think that he he played he fit the role well. I think he played it well. I got used to his voice. You know what's funny is uh, my girlfriend was like, "Oh, I can't stand his voice." And at first, yeah. I was like, "Oh, I, you know, I kind of like his voice. Yeah. I think he does a good job of mimicking the game." Do you guys flip opinions? But yeah, and then by the end of the you know now that I'm on episode seven, like, yeah. in episode six, I couldn't stand his voice. <laughs> like I was like, okay, you know, like. It, it, it just took an episode it. or two for me to get used to, and then I was totally fine. The first episode, I was like, oh, I was cringing. Yeah. Like, his costume bothered me. It almost seems like yeah. they made his costume work better. As the, I don't know if they just changed it. Like, it, like most shows film a pilot. I don't know if they filmed the pilot with this, because his costume, if they did that, literally would have been different between the pilot and the rest of the franchise. So I got used to Cavill. I thought all the acting was pretty good across the board. I didn't have any problems with the acting. I thought all of the main characters... There's really only three prominent characters in the mm-hmm. show. Um, well, maybe four. Maybe. I mean, who would you count as the fourth? The um, What's the bard's name there? Um, oh, geez. Is it like Jaskar or something? I, I don't know. Jaskier. Um, you could count Yennefer's uh, teacher as a prominent character if you wanted yeah. to. The the main bad guy you could count as a prominent character. Yeah. My problem with this show, you know as much as you're going to know about the story, having watched your six episodes, as you will by the end of the eight. Yeah. This this whole first season, this whole season, and this was my problem with The Witcher games. It's a really interesting universe. Like you see all these things, you're like, oh, that's really cool, and like this character, they're really cool, and. Uh, it this does it does an awful job of telling a story. I like, think you're right. Like by the they have eight episodes, and you still don't know by the end of this episode. Like, what is this even about? Like, you get that there are these characters and that they're intertwined. Mm-hmm. You know, like you get, it's like a string of events that really. It, it feels like a roadshow to me. It's like the Witcher roadshow. Like, yeah, exactly. We're gonna throw these cool characters that, like the adventures of Geralt, Yennefer, and Ciri. Yeah, and. Nothing that really happens in this show makes a difference, is really explained, it's just happening. And you're just supposed yeah. to go, oh, okay, exactly. and you move on. And, you know, like, there's the, the dragon hunting episode. It's like, oh, it has no real grand importance. Well, they have, like, like three or four different, like, timelines in the, the show. The timelines were totally, why they filmed it like that, yeah, why I they no edited idea. it like that, I, I should no say. Because I've, I've heard that a lot of people have a really hard time following it. It's not until like this, I think like the seventh episode where all of a sudden they start trying to. The seventh episode is total trash, by the way. It's almost not worth watching. Yeah. They they try to like help you understand the the like the um, like how where everyone was during this event and that event because by then you figured out that okay this isn't in chronological order. Yeah. So the seventh episode, which is only 45 minutes long compared to the rest, which are like an hour, 
is literally just like showing events going down and like where this person was while this other person was over here. Like it's it's a total waste of an episode. Yeah. So and then the eighth one comes along and like I, I just felt like all these things were just literally just like we've got some cool characters that yeah, yeah. you care about because they do, the actors and actresses are doing a good job and they're interesting characters but so nothing happening here matters or ha- like we still don't even like who is Nilfgaard and why are they doing what they're exactly. doing like they never exactly. explain well it. that's what I was they like, never do like I'm watching it and I'm Just watching because. that mouse uh, mouse whatever his name is you know um, series like adopted father kind of thing the old guy mouse keeper or something I don't know what his name is the and he gets guy? he gets stabbed in the chest yeah, yeah. very slowly and then the yeah. other guy morphs into him yeah and I'm just like well, yeah, like why? Why is Nilfgaard attacking them? Why? I mean, I don't understand anything that's really going they on. They haven't I just explained why Siri is important. Yeah, like you know, like you they, get she's got magical powers. But and, what does that mean? Yeah, and they keep the most the shows by the end of the first season would be giving you a massive hint about like this is why she's so important, and this is you know no, I, nothing. I touched upon this. You know, when we I think if you played when, the games when we watched the first from. episode, I said, you know, this really makes me appreciate Game of Thrones opening where they yeah, show yeah. you where everybody is. Yeah. So that way you get a feeling like, okay, this is happening here, yeah. this is happening here. And the Witchers, like stuff's just happening. And like, in, I don't in, know where it's Game happening, Thrones, I don't know when it's that, happening. That map and stuff was like <clears throat> you don't really need the context, but you can understand all of a sudden why it's so important that Rob Stark needed to phrase. Because you look at that map yeah, exactly. and you see his army has to get through there well, yeah. or they have to go. And they really, they really, you know... They explained it. They basically threw it in the garbage in the later seasons. But you're right. Like, in the earlier seasons, it was really important because, you know, this is why this is happening. Right. Because this person can't possibly get over they there. Oh, I see. And, yeah, right. You know, right. Like, if they want to get to King's Landing, they need the yeah. permission of the phrase to cross yeah. the bridge. They got to go through that bottleneck. Yeah. They got to, you know, like, so it really helped explain a lot of the backstory really quickly, right. you know, and, and give you an idea of why these things are happening. And in The Witcher, we don't have that. And I'm just, wa- you know, you just watch scenes playing and it's just like, what? And I, I felt this happening? way about The Witcher games, too. Like, his profession being a Witcher, you know, it's really cool. It's the monster hunting thing. But, like, there's just these scenes where, like, he's all of a sudden... There's one in the eighth episode in particular, um, which is almost Geralt-free, by the way. The main character is almost totally missing from the eighth episode. Um, like, I'm just going to spoil it for you. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's not important. No. Like, he's in this... He's just riding his horse, and all of a sudden these undead things start coming out of the ground, and he fights them all. And it just happens. And it's like, well, what the hell was that? You yeah. know, like, they, they literally don't explain it. Yeah. Like, these things come out of the ground, he fights them, and just, just the show mo- it just moves on. Or it's like, about, well, what the hell? Or how like, about the, the, the gin episode? Yeah. Like, that, it, it possesses them, and then it goes away, and, and she's like, she, she even says to him, like, oh, how do you know that it was being trapped that made him, you know, evil? And he goes, would you like being trapped? Yeah. Like, that was it. Like, that <laughs> yeah, was the entire the explanation of it all. Yeah. I was like, really? Well, and then and that's it? At the <laughs> end of the, the episode that you just watched, you know, it's revealed that Geralt apparently made some wish that those two would... Yeah. 
But they don't even explain what his wish was. She's freaking out. Exactly. They don't even say, like, was his wish for her to fall in love? Was his wish for them to... Well, I think in their mind... What was his wish? Well, I think in their mind that that's like a, a cheeky misdirect. Like, you know, she they want to make her anger look real. And yeah. then in the end, you're going to find out that he didn't wish her yeah, to, to fall in love. And then they, so their love was real. Yeah. Well, I, that's what you I know, expected as well. I but mean, it's, it's it not was, actually our original. But if you're, if you're Geralt in that situation though, like how, that's bad. Yeah. How do you, you, you just say, he'd just say, I didn't wish that. Yeah. You'd say exactly. that out loud. <laughs> exactly. And that com- you would say, that that's would not what I wish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, he just doesn't say not a word. What's the whole thing happen? Um, it just, yeah. Like I, I do like, like I said, I felt compelled to finish it because like it was good enough. Like, yeah. and I almost like give myself, it was almost like uh, liberating in some ways because for the past few years, like I've really only like spent time watching like the cream of the crop. Like I've only watched things that I consider to be like the best of the best. Like I won't waste my time. With yeah. Stuff. Yeah. And this show kind of gave me some, like, I took some extra time for myself to just lay around for an yeah. hour at night. Yeah. And just, you know, it's not the greatest, but I'm just going to relax and watch this show and enjoy it for yeah. what it is. But at the same time, it was driving me nuts because I'm like, why are people so, like, loving this? Yeah. Like, I was trying to find, like, I get, you know, Henry Cavill's really captivating and, you know, Jennifer was very good and series story wasn't she literally ran through the woods yeah. right episodes yeah. I mean yeah every um, time every time they cut to her and she's sitting in the woods with the olives I'm just like God, come on yeah. just let her go do something anything yeah you know, like, yeah. You, you know it was like it was just like a holding pattern waiting to like have her and uh, Geralt meet and yeah. do they do they finally meet by episode eight? I pray literally, God. literally. I kid you not. This, you could have written the final, you pre- if the you final had, minute of the final episode. I kid you not. This is what happens. So she is staying at a house. Um, she uses her power like on accident. You don't even really see what happens. Yeah. But she uses it like passes out, temporarily loses her memory. This mother comes and finds her, takes her home. You know, and she's telling her, like, oh, I always wanted a daughter, blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, Geralt, in the beginning of the episode, fights these unexplained undead things, right? Yeah. Gets bitten in the leg by one of them, or scratched or whatever. Passes out. This old merchant, he he saved this merchant's life. Uh This merchant throws him in the back of his cart. You know, when Geralt passes out, and he's taking him off to try to save him. You know, I'm going to take you home or whatever. Get your rest. Get your medicine. Well, it turns out he's the the merchant and the woman that saved Siri are husband and wife by pure coincidence. So, you know, the, the merchant gets home at the very... This is, happens in the last two minutes of the oh, episode. Of course, of course. With Geralt on the back of the cart, you know. 30 seconds... <laughs> 30 seconds prior to this, Siri gets out of her bed, sprints into the woods. Just sprints into the woods oh, for no reason. Puts on her cloak, sprints into the woods, right? So she just she's running away. So Geralt, for no reason at all, stands up off this cart, walks into the woods, and for some reason, this not explained, for some reason Siri is running back the other direction and runs up to him and wraps her arms around him. A man she's never met by the way. Yeah. And Well, uh, that's another thing, is like he like someone told him 
and I don't even remember because it just seems so inconsequential. Someone told him like, you know, you're you're gonna meet this child. Yeah, yeah. And so now he's he's the last couple of episodes, you know, he's walking around like, oh, you know, I'm looking for this child or something. And he, in the one of the last episodes I just watched, he he said, you know, he thought it was a boy. Yeah. And yeah. then somebody turns and says, no, it's a girl. Yeah, it's a her or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how the hell do they know that? You know, and like, and how did I mean, like, I don't remember who told him like that he's looking for a child. And the whole context for how he became this child's whatever the word it's I want to say Godfather, but that's not the term. Yeah. The porcupine boy just shows up out of nowhere. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell does he have to do with any of this? Yeah. I guess he defended the, the knight or whatever, the porcupine boy there. Yeah, yeah. Which broke the curse. Or, I, I, the yeah, whole thing. and he gets kissed. Yeah, but, I was trying to figure out his relation. It, is, that, is that her father? The porcupine series boy? Yeah. Father, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, the characterization of the the grandmother there was so all over the place yeah. like in the beginning of the series she's portrayed as like a very wise and like seemingly like yeah that, that like whole, battle like that whole lighting episode queen. was just weird and then throughout the rest of the series she's like she's like selfish she's like she's yeah. like I'm almost she's on the verge of a murderer she's gonna kill yeah, the poor exactly. porcupine guy for no reason at all she, yeah I, just I, the whole thing was just like I said, it's still compelling for some reason. Yeah. Like it's, but it's really just all over the place. Like, and none of it matters. Really, it's yeah, like and, okay, and, whatever. And that's kind of the the saddest part of it is I think it's the characters in general, like Geralt and Yennefer, and even Siri. They're they're, I don't know. They're they're just compelling characters. Yeah, they are. And the and, universe and, is and the universe is interesting with yeah. with you know fighting the monsters and stuff. Yeah. But the storylines, they're just not there. They're like half yeah. and, and I think what bothers me too, I always feel this way when, not always, a lot, in a lot of things when magic is involved. Like, whenever magic is a plot device, it's just like, well, you can really do whatever the hell you want. Like, it's yeah. just like an excuse. It's like time travel. Like, yeah. once it's introduced, it's like, well, we can really do whatever the hell we want now, like yeah, yeah, of, yeah. without ex- without explanation. Like, well, how did how did this just happen? Well, Jennifer just decided she could do it. You yeah. know, like she's a magician. Yeah. And, uh, well, okay. I mean, like, where it's, does it? You know, it's funny as you just you like, don't need context for you, it. You literally just um, you you literally just like threw out two of the main pillars of Rick and Morty. Like they hate time travel. Yeah, you talk, exactly. they, they hate time travel. They hate magic. Yeah. You know, like, um, and yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's always bad. Like, there's plenty of stuff with magic and time travel that's good. I mean, dark, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you can do time travel. Oh yeah. But it, it also can be a huge Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, like where, yeah. Where it just, you know, nothing really matters because you can constantly undo it or or redo yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it just it just seems like the show, like, like the magic in the universe is really cool. But at the same time, sometimes it just seems like an excuse to do whatever the hell. I'm just hoping and praying that Netflix gets a clue. You know, they're looking around. They're realizing. Well, they got to be rolling in money. Well, I just hope they realize, you know, like Amazon's coming with Lord of the Rings. You know. Yeah. HBO will be coming back with Game of Thrones. You know, this is your Game of Thrones right here. This is. Yeah. You know, put money into it and make it a, make it what it should be. Well, and. This isn't a sci-fi show. Uh, 
Well, we're definitely going to get more seasons. There's no doubt. I think the next... I text you... Yeah, they already ordered season The next... I text you, you know... They ordered season well, two I think we'll have more than two air. at this yeah. point because the first is such a success. But CD Projekt Red's got to be sitting there like, okay, if they were already making a new Witcher game, now they're like, oh, we're definitely making <laughs> yeah, a Witcher exactly. game. And Geralt's going to be played in the game by Henry Cavill probably. Oh, God, I hope not. I, I just... Because I... Everybody speculated that the next Witcher game would be starring Siri. Yeah, that's what I figured. Um, but, like, Geralt's got to be a prominent part of it, especially now. Yeah. Like, I wonder, I almost wish, wonder if they're like, damn, we shouldn't have even made Cyberpunk. We should have been doing the, the whole, because cause Witcher had, like, well, Witcher see, had, like, 100,000 concurrent players on Steam like, I just the day in, this came out. In my head, I was just going in the opposite direction, where I was like, God, I hope HBO gets the cyberpunk franchise. Yeah. When it comes time to make a show about what if, it. What if cyberpunk bombs? Like, well, probably not. It's but. cyberpunk, you know, like it's a big yeah. all in cyberpunk yeah. game. You know, it, it's it's kind of like The Walking Dead. Everybody's playing Witcher 3 again, though. It, it blows my mind. Yeah, and I was going to go back and play Witcher 3. Yeah. Everybody is. Um, it's kind of like The Walking Dead, wherein it, it's a really popular genre that, yeah. for whatever reason, nobody really touches. Yeah. You know, like cyberpunk. Yeah. Like, there's a bunch of little games out there, but there's not, like, nobody Blade goes, Runner, it's one oh, of the only Yeah. And, and yet, people love Blade Runner, yeah. you know, even though it, it's kind of crappy it's in some ways. in a lot of ways. Um, so, it just feels like it's a huge, huge, untapped genre. Yeah. Like, you know, just like Walking Dead was. Cyberpunk. I feel like though they gotta be like by the time season two of Witcher rolls around, they're gonna wanna be like releasing a Witcher game. They're gonna be oh, they yeah. wanna be like yeah, yeah. getting on that train because there's so much money to And be they gotta paid. be close because I mean they've been talking about it for a long time. The next Witcher game? Yeah. Well, first they said they weren't gonna do it. I know. And then they're like, oh well maybe. There's another chapter of yeah. The Witcher. Or yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? Like it was like and, and Cyberpunk's basically done at this point. And they did it like right around the time that they announced Cyberpunk. Well, not it wasn't when they announced Cyberpunk. It was like a few years later. Probably the gameplay reveal. But yeah, yeah, it was like or they, that first. They had a trailer big for trailer. Cyberpunk, and they were like, "Oh, by the way, we we have another chapter of The Witcher or yeah. something," you know. And I don't know. We're exploring it again. Yeah. The creator of uh, The Witcher did promise that the Witcher series will do one thing. Prevent one thing from happening that Game of Thrones did. The massive mistake that Game of Thrones made. He said he promises that Ed Sheeran will not appear in The Witcher and ruin the entire show. Thank God. That was stupid. How stupid was that? That was like five minutes of even this, though, the penultimate season. Even though, in a lot of ways, Ed Sheeran would make more sense in The Witcher. As, as a bard? As a bard, yeah. because they yeah. got bards. Yeah. All right, so we've been promising this God of War deep dive for like, I don't know, like five episodes now, but we're only, what, 13, 14 months late or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but very timely. This is the first time, time since... for our timely God of War This is the first time since we started the show that Matt and I have played the same game at the same time, and we can kind of compare notes and do a yeah. discussion of it. So, uh... All I want to do is use this to trash Breath of the Wild because I can't. I'm not really going to. But, um, you can't. 
Matt is actually five minutes from the end of the game yeah, as it walks five to, feet forward. I, I refuse to finish it. <laughs> to finish the game. Um, but I, I don't know where to start, really. I I guess... I guess... Just overall opinion? I'll start... I'll start by saying... I, I, do, I give the team a lot of credit because they did do a total re-envisioning of this. They took a big risk yeah. by, you know, getting rid of, you know, most of the game you don't have the Blades of Chaos. You go back and you get them, which is a cool story moment. Yeah. Um, I love the axe. I absolutely love the axe. I give them credit for the whole, the one-shot camera thing I think was brilliant. It was, so to me, you were constantly in the game. Like you yeah. Were, yeah. That was a great idea. idea. Um, changing the universe that he was in altogether was a, a very wise move. Um, I just give them credit for their willingness to take a risk. And, and it, it makes sense because when you look at it, God of War was kind of in the same spot that <clears throat> you know something like Halo is in now. Exactly. Like where we really need to reinvent this. Didn't they have a God of War judgment? They had a Gears of War judgment. I could have sworn there was a God of War judgment. Like like a, a God of War game that wasn't... I gotta look this they up. They had a PSP game. I gotta look this up now. Because I'm pretty sure there was like a God of War game in between 3 and this. Wasn't there? There was like... There was a prequel game for PSP. And then... Uh, I don't think it was called... Maybe I'm thinking of... the. The, the uh, PSP game. That was like a prequel. So there was at least four games prior to this one. But yeah, I mean, the the, the series was growing a little stale. Yeah. And it was a time for a reboot. Um, see, now I just... For me, I, I've never been so conflicted by a game yeah. in my life as I was with God of War. I mean, on the one hand, this, it was cinematic. Oh, yeah. It was very. incredible. Incredible to watch. Yeah. But on the other hand, like I found myself like, I was like, you know, I spend a lot of time just watching this game, like not even playing yeah. this game, you know? And I guess thinking back on God of War, you, you sort of spend time watching it, but at least there was cute, uh, quick time events. So even when you were watching, yeah. you were still playing it to a yeah. certain, certain extent. But they even dialed that back. Like, yeah. There's there's no real quick, quick time, time events. Quick events are dead altogether. Yeah. I can't remember the last now, game I played that had they, they did very lightly include like some very light sort of quick time event kind of things. Like when you're fighting... Spartan Rage. No. But when you're fighting some some of the bosses, yeah. in particular like uh, Balder. Yeah. Like sometimes it'll be like push push L one or R one yeah. to swing your fists. You know, and it's well, very there's a few moments too during cutscenes where you're like getting yeah. your head kicked, then you have to activate Spartan yeah, yeah. Rage, like that kind of. Well, not even that. I mean, like that. That's that's more gameplay than some of the other parts where it was just like push L one or yeah. Like there was one part I remember where I think it was Balder. He's holding you down and he's he's punching you. He like, he's, he's got you on the ground. Yeah, and you yeah. move, and then yeah. you get to like hit R1 or L1 yeah. to throw punches back at yeah. him. I mean, you aren't really doing anything. Yeah. And that's the part that sort of annoys me. Yeah. Is, like, I knew that this was, like, th- there was really no point to have me even do that yeah. much. And, and this is where I'm conflicted on this game, because 
It seems like the older ones had more gameplay. And Sony's games just continually trend towards less and less gameplay. See, I don't think and it so. just it burns me. I actually took I, I think that about Breath of the Wild. I spend three quarters of you my can't time possibly think about with trash. And you, you can't with God, possibly think with about God, Breath of the Wild. With, with, with God As of, compared to God of with War. With God of War, I was con- I felt like I was constantly in the game because of the it's because of the camera. I was immersed in the story being told. And <laughs> I do think, I mean, it's like I told you, it's like I told you, though, I do think, even though I enjoyed some of the ability to kind of, the open, the open world stuff, the thing I loved about the first God of War, the first God of War to me, the OG for PS2, I think, Yeah. that game to me was the, the first game where I was 100% sold that games could not only be, but outdo the roller coaster of of film, yeah. Because from the from the first second of that game, where Kratos throws himself off the cliff and looks to be killing himself, yeah. and he's this super badass character, you know, like from start to finish, that was like it was only like a six hour game. It was like high octane, start to finish, like one like ramping up, upping the ante constantly, yeah. Yeah. like an Avengers movie, basically, like just nonstop drill ride. That game to me was the first game that I played that was like, games can surpass movies. Like, we can do it. So, to me, like, the open world stuff in God of War, it it worked. Because I did enjoy some of those moments where you're kind of just like in the boat and, you know... Kratos and Atreus are talking. It's kind of funny you went there because that was exactly most the, of the time. The, the next thing I was about to torch. Most of the time, though, I kind of wish that the game was, and a lot of people will, you know, beat my head in for saying this. Most of the time, I wished it was just a more straightforward, linear. Yeah. Yeah, because. Yeah. Like I, I can appreciate the work that went into the open world. Like I said, sometimes I enjoyed it. But part of me still wanted that, especially after that first Balder fight. Yeah. Wanted like just a high octane, start to finish, roller coaster ride. Yeah. And even when it's like that, you can still work in all the intricacy of the plot between, you know, the father son dynamic, and it, you can do that in a linear game. Yeah. Um, but part of me still kind of, because like one of my biggest criticisms of the game is probably like. Every time you think you've achieved something and you're getting somewhere, there's there's a setback that adds like another hour and a half to the game. You know, yeah. you, like you thought you made it to the made it to Jotunheim like five different times, and then something would happen. Oh no! Turns out this thingamajig doesn't work. And oh you, yeah, you gotta yeah. go do this. Yeah. Uh, turns out nope, this isn't the highest peak. You gotta go here. And yeah, like, yep, yep. That that fake out. Like yeah, I kind of felt like the whole when you think about it. That whole, like, was it Nilfheim? Was that the Elven Realm? Yeah. That whole adventure was really kind of pointless. Yeah. Like, it was like two, three hours of the game where, as cool as it was... Is that the first... That's the first area you go to, right? Nilfheim? The first the first other realm you yeah. go to. Yeah. Freya takes I, you there. I hated that one. Like, that, that, it was kind of just... It didn't serve a point. Really. Yeah. You you literally go there to get, like, when we an went item. There, yeah, when we went there, I was like, oh, God. It didn't really serve... Where's the, this game It going? didn't serve the story. Yeah. It... It, it did because you got, like, the piece that you needed to travel or whatever. Yeah. All the realms. But, like, you easily could have cut that from the game. Yeah. And it really wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah. But I, I felt it was almost too long. 
Like it had too much. Yeah. I mean, I really liked the story. Like, yeah. And that's the thing is I was playing more for the story yeah. than the gameplay. And to your point about traveling, yeah, I, I sort of wish they would have just picked. Like, is this is this an adventure game or is this just like a straight linear romp? Yeah. Because it's, it's sort of felt they like... They kind of walked the line. Yeah, it sort of felt like they were trying to have their cake and eat it too. Yeah. And it, it just didn't succeed. Yeah. Like, I found myself like, I don't want to go look around for stuff yeah. because the game is so linear that like this exploration, like, yeah. it just didn't, like I'm playing and my girlfriend's looking over my shoulder and she says to me, well, why don't you jump down there? And I go, I can't jump down there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and, and that's the type, and that's why Breath of the Wild blows this out of the water. Because yeah. like Breath of the Wild, if you see something, you can go there. Yeah. And you can go look Who gives around. a damn? I don't want to go there. But I want to this game, game, you can't even jump from the top level down to the bottom level. Even yeah. though you're like a god. And it's like, come on. That doesn't bother me. I hate that. And then you get I in the boat. I hate open world games. You get in the boat and it's like, okay, let's row around this little pond and let's pick those little drop things. Um, you don't have to do that. Yeah, but exactly. You do and you don't. And it's like, well, what's it matter? Yeah. You know, like, it just feels so pointless. And so like, that really killed me. Um, the other thing is, is just Sony in general, having so yeah. many third-person yeah. games that follow this formula. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to support this shit anymore. Well, I don't. I don't well, want to support this, this shit. This, to me, was... I can't think of a action-adventure game that I played this gen... That was better than this. I do think it's it's like I've had some, like the open world stuff. I would prefer they got rid of it. Um, you know, I, I I thought even. I mean, it's open world, almost like Metroid or or yeah, Castlevania. Where, yeah, you know, it's 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 really just a bunch of hallways that you go back and forth. Yeah, in. it's almost more like three D Metroidvania now yeah. that you mention it. Yeah. Um, or but, Metroid Prime even like it's yeah. it's like a bunch of hallways that you go back and forth and yeah. you find new areas and yeah. blah 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 and I think that was smart like I think that was a smart evolution for them to take yeah um, and I like I said I can't give them enough credit for A the story they told yeah the story by, is by, incredible by the end of, you didn't hear the final the, what, I, what I expected from God of War was kind of almost like a similar story to The Last of Us but with a happier ending yeah where you know like the father son dynamic is resolved and they have come closer together almost a happy ending yeah but they did so much with this ending that i felt myself watching like tons of youtube yeah, I videos he was gonna die. kratos atreus oh no no oh no no so can i spoil it for you yeah yeah spoil it. i don't think you heard this yet so it's revealed as the, in that scene that you're they're walking through jotunheim and they're reading stuff on the wall yeah so Kratos, that you heard the part where Kratos' mom's a giant, right? Yeah. Okay, and she never told Atreus or Kratos that they didn't know. So there's all these things on the wall, all portraying their adventure, and Atreus is saying, "Well, how did they know that we would do this? It's like they knew it was going to happen before it was going to happen." So it's also revealed that. Because they worked on the video game, and, son. And Kratos, Kratos says this. Th- th- these things are... This is a simulation. No, these things are... <laughs> the, the giants keep referring to Atreus by some other name. Yeah. And he's like, what's this other name? Why are they calling me that? 
And Kratos says, "Well, your mother wanted to name you something else. What? what and you know, what was it?" And he says, "Loki." Oh God! Atreus is Loki. Oh God! So, and then now it gets really crazy because Ragnarok begins. That's a good twist. Ragnarok begins when Loki kills Balder, and he did because of the mistletoe that was you know that thing that. Kratos and Loki just killed Balder. Yeah. And it starts snowing. And Ragnarok begins with this like three year long winter. So Ragnarok, the events of Ragnarok have now been. Well, I knew that was Ragnarok. Been, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that he once was I saw, Loki. Once I saw the, the serpent, I was like, okay, so we're going to have Ragnarok. Well, it gets even crazier. The, the world serpent is one of the children of Loki. Yeah. So. There's this gonna, is like dark. Do you, well, do it is. Do you, do you remember that? Do you remember that um, that story where they say the world serpent got here because Thor hit him so hard he got sent back in time. I don't really remember it, but Mimir, I'm sure that's what they said. Mimir, the head, tells some story, yeah. and that that's what it turns out is that the because they they say the world serpent showed up one day. Nobody knows where he came from, how he got there. Yeah, in a epic battle with Thor. Thor hits him so hard, he sends him back through time. <laughs> he, he pops up, and he's, but he's one of Loki's children. Yeah. And there's even a theory that the World Serpent is Kratos because there's one... You, you'll see it if you play it for like 30 more seconds. So Kratos is a child of his own child? There, well, maybe. There, there's a scene where Atreus is like sitting there with Kratos. Well, it makes sense. And there's like this giant snake coming out of his mouth and like eating yeah. him or something. So, and Kratos is very clearly going to be fighting Thor and would have a reason to hate Thor because it's going to happen in the next. Well, game. it makes sense because I mean, the symbol for for the world serpent is the serpent eating its own tail. Yeah, yeah. So it would make sense to make you know his son. Yeah. Also, his father, because yeah. then it would be the the the, yeah. you know, the mouth eating. The and tail. most people assume that Atreus is going to betray Kratos to make this. This will be a betrayal to yeah. to make this happen. But he will be okay with it in the end because it's his son. And he even says flat out, "I would be okay when 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 uh, Freya was just going to let." Balder, Balder and, and Atreus says, you know, you would let me kill you. And he said, if it meant that you would live, then yes, Kratos says it flat out. You know, that's what any parent would do. Yeah. And so it just, it the ending very quickly. I wasn't expecting any of this. I was just expecting a more, a more closed story. Yeah, and obviously yeah. there would be trails into the next game. Like yeah. they were obviously going to fight, fight Thor and Odin yeah. in the future. You know, that was going to happen. But it really ramped it up at the end. I was like, holy shit. Not only did they tell a good, like, small-scale father-son story, but then there's all this mythology stuff going yeah, on that yeah. I didn't know was being set into motion. Now, where do you think they go after this? Do you think they... I mean, after they're done, you know, trouncing through Norse mythology, yeah. where do you think they go after that? Um, so, I have two thoughts. So... <clears throat> The next game, or two games at least, are probably going to deal with a war between the Giants and, uh, because that's what some of the other pictures depicted, was Kratos leading the Giants into war against what I assume is the Asgardians, who hate the Giants. Yeah. Um, 
But before they did this direction, they considered doing Egyptian uh, set in Egypt game. The director of Cory Barlog said that they were going to go to Egypt. So he said that might be on the table. See, this is what and I, I've always wanted... The very first God of War game had a teaser at the end, a modern day yeah. teaser. I would like to see something like that. Something like completely different direction like set now because yeah. I, I am weary of I don't want a trilogy I don't want a hundred trilogies of going through and killing every god that there is exactly like I don't want this to get repetitive this is where I'm, I'm a little weary of it is, is are we is this you know we're going to change the backdrop it's almost going to be like um, uh, Assassin's Creed where right. it's like I the don't same game but we're, we're, we're going yeah. through everybody's you yeah. know Everybody's history, and yeah. you know, we're just changing the backdrop. You know, yeah. we're changing the hat on his head, the beard style. Yeah, you know, and like I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I yeah. just don't want to do that. Yeah. So like after I this, was, I hope they find a way to depart. I was worried. I would even like to see them not do a full trilogy with this setting, like do the war with the giants and Ragnarok and Asgard and all that, and the next game, wrap that up all together, and then send it. A whole other place. Like don't don't do three games all in this same setting. Yeah. This one game, this was the only game they did all gen. They didn't yeah. do DLC for it. They that's did that right. game. Yeah. And then that's it. Um, and a lot of people are upset that they didn't do DLC, by the way. But uh, I, I would like if they could really wrap it up. Well, they're probably so laser focused on the story aspect that there's yeah. just there, there's just really no way. Yeah. To do. DLC. Well, and I, like I said, though, I thought there was even too much content. Well, it's so hard because there's a ton of stuff that even I didn't do. There's so many other, like, armor like the and stuff to get. And... Yeah, which you need that Did you try today. to fight the Valkyries? I beat one. Oh, did you? Yeah. In, a, in the modern-day setting, you if you're going to charge somebody $60 for a game, and you're competing with games that you can play for free, multiplayer games on end... Yeah. You have to have that value there. So you have to have tons of content. But at the same time, I almost feel like a lot of it goes to waste. Mm -hmm. Like 1% of the population goes through and kills all those Valkyrie. You know? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but I thought I thought they were kind of fun to fight. Yeah, it was cool. Um, you know... I did the same thing, by the way. Let me... You can blast me for this after I say it. I did the same thing in this game, which is probably a knock on the game I don't mean it to be as I did with Horizon Zero Dawn so another big Sony cinematic game yeah about halfway through I turned down the difficulty level because I just uh, want, I just wanted to finish it because I, I got to the point where I'm like you know I don't want to die to the same boss 30 times I want to finish the damn game like and I feel like they know that and uh, and that's why I think the the gameplay is diminishing out of Sony games yeah it is like they, they know people like us you know we're the ones that spend the most on games yeah and they know our lives are very busy yeah and they know as long as they make the graphics good and the story good and you know make it really cinematic that yeah. we'll be like okay you know I, I just want to sort of push some buttons every once in a while yeah and then just get through the story <laughs> yeah and and that's sort of my issue with it yeah is, like, and it's weird because I'm, I'm actually very conflicted because on the one hand I do sort of like that yeah because it does fit my lifestyle it, for it. Yeah. It, it does sort of fit my lifestyle like they obviously know who they're going after yeah but on the other hand it's it's like well this isn't really much of a game anymore yeah. like and, and 
and one of my biggest critiques about that is the enemy variety. Like, yeah, I can see oh, that. God, I hated the enemy variety. Yeah, I, I hate when games do this. Like, I need a large variety. Yeah, of I, I can see that in my games, and I hate when it's really just the same enemies, yeah. and then they, yeah. they they reskin them. Yeah, but you can clearly tell it's the same enemy. You can't use the axe against this yeah. guy. Yeah, it just seems so corny and, to me. Like, like yeah. come on, like that's the same that's the same enemy that I've been. Which it's funny, time. by the way, because I actually didn't feel. That the blades of chaos were all that satisfying to use. I thought I, well, yeah. I liked I liked the axe much better. I really yeah. did. I, I unless I had to use the blades, I didn't really use them. I liked the axe yeah. a lot better. And they did a good job of making sure that you'd have to switch back and forth. The combat, I I, I would say I think it's the best action game com- combat that I played all generation. I, I loved it. Yeah, I mean there really wasn't that much competition. I haven't played Devil May Cry five yet, but I don't know. I, I played a demo. I tried okay. Devil May Cry 4, and yeah. I hated it. I 4 just, was okay. I don't really get into Ninja the Ninja Theory's Devil May Cry was really underrated. Yeah. Um, I liked that a lot. But yeah. I played 5, it was okay. I just can't get into Devil May Cry. Yeah. I just, I, it doesn't do anything. It's, well, it's, it's in that position, too, where it's the same thing at yeah. this point. It's the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And fight a big demon. And um, so, I mean, I guess that's just my closing thoughts, is I wish there were more character variety and... And I'm I'm sort of on the fence as to whether or not I want more gameplay because like it does fit my lifestyle to have less. Yeah, and I really like well, the story. Well, you made it to the end. And cinematic. So most yeah, exactly. games you don't make it to the end. It's and, like The Witcher. <laughs> and so I just don't even know. I don't yeah. even know where where to stand on that one. Uh, I'm about to play God of War three after I actually finish it yeah. up. Yeah, God of War three wasn't good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a good game. It's not great. Yeah. It's so not great. So then I'll be able to really compare and see which which I. The prefer. first one to me, which probably hasn't aged well at this point, but the first one was the best. This most people don't like the second one. Most people thought the third one was okay. Yeah. Better than the second, but. All right, time for some Godspeed stories. We don't really need to rush through these because a couple of them may require some analysis. The Uncharted movie has lost its sixth. Different director. This, speaking of Sony and Sony properties, perfect segue. Uh, is this ever going to get made? They've got know. Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Sony cast. is dumb as a rock when it comes to movies. <laughs> right there. Did you hear what the reason was? No. Tom because Holland, they have Tom Holland as the. Yes. Yeah. Is it really? Because his schedule. His schedule. Nobody. Nobody can work around his schedule because well, he's got all this these Marvel commitments and cut stuff. Cut him out. And the, the director was like. We, we literally can't do this timeline. somebody that actually looks the part. Like Nate Drake? Yeah. He said, we can't, we can't do this timeline. And, and the guy was like, rather than try to force it through, he's like, I'm, I'm out. I feel like Tom Holland, like, I feel bad for him because on the one hand, he's got, like, one of the best roles in Spider-Man. Yeah. But everything outside that has just been, like, toxic for him because um, he had that other movie that I don't even think ever got released. It's still sitting there. Like, it, it, speaking it's of an which, enormous disaster. New Mutants trailer out tomorrow. Yeah, you excited? <laughs> I am a little bad because that. I it's mean, like the, first, a, the first trailer. It's got to be so good. bad. The first trailer looked kind of good. It's got to be so um, bad. Has this ever happened with a movie of this scale? What's that? A movie that this big has been made and not released. Um. Well, what's that Tom Holland movie? That well, it's not. But this is this is a, this is a big property. This is X Men. Yeah, but it's, a, it's, a, it's a yeah, it's like a smaller tangential. Yeah. 
I mean, if it was like Dark Phoenix or whatever, whatever the, yeah. the one that just came out and totally bombed. I heard that one of the, the possibilities for it is that they've dropped all the X-Men tie-ins all together. Yeah. And then it's just going to be a horror movie. Like, Oh, really? That's, that's, it's a rumor. Well, then how can you call it the new mutants? They won't. That's, oh, really? that's, a, that's one of the rumors. That probably won't be true. That oh, sounds shit. like a fan theory. Yeah, but. I mean, it's just such an odd... It's it, It's... The movie is just stuck in such an odd place yeah. because they wrapped up the X Men universe. Like, well, you can this tell movie you, finished like five years ago. Yeah, and you can tell they don't want it. They don't want to resurrect anything to do with yeah. the old Fox X Men because they got their own X Men. Don't you coming. think they want to recoup their costs? So, well, I mean, and God. that's that's the issue. Is like they've already paid for this movie. So like, what do you well, do? <laughs> and I, I I remember laughing reading an interview with Maisie Williams who played Arya Stark and is in the new mutants. Yeah. And they said, you know, like, can you tell us anything? And she said, nobody knows anything about that effing movie. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. Not even she knows what was going on. What is this? I mean, what a disaster. I don't even know. Do you just give it to, like, maybe they should just give it to Netflix. Netflix. Will yeah, we're going to Netflix. I mean, Netflix, <laughs> they will. So, um, you know, I don't know. But I feel bad for Tom Holland because every movie he's touched. He outside, seems like a likable guy. Yeah, and he seems really likable. He seems like he'd be really You know good. what's funny, though? I but, really don't like him. Yeah. I don't think he's... I, I, I don't have a problem with him. Yeah. I just... I don't... Yeah. Like, he could go away and I wouldn't care. Well, the funny thing If they is recast it, Spider-Man tomorrow, well, I'd, be that's like, the cool. funny I'd be like, cool. Spider-Man's actually, like, one of my favorite characters by far. Yeah. And I don't really care for yeah. his Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's not really his fault. No. It's the fact I mean. that... It's, it's the fact that they made Spider-Man basically, like, Iron Man Jr. Well, he's he's not even, He's like, also a child. Well, he's not even really... He's not even... Spider-Man. Spider-Man. He's yeah. like more Iron Man yeah. than he is Spider-Man. Yeah. Like he was in space he, in the last Everything movie. he does is like around Iron Man. Yeah. Like, he makes suits because of Iron Man. I he thought made. that was an okay storyline, but it does make him just more like the other Avengers. I mean, he might as well just stop shooting webs and just yeah. fly around that's what Iron I mean. Man. Like, over. That's, like, that's, it does make him less unique. Yeah. It's, it's so ridiculous how closely they, they put him yeah. to Iron Man that... Like it's, it almost well, makes I, I feel, feel like though it, if on a comic book page it may work if you put actual Spider-Man in like the Avengers that we have, he doesn't he doesn't work. Yeah. He's a kid in a pajama costume. But like it doesn't work. I mean, you you look at the last Spider-Man movie, and I didn't watch it by the way. He he has the Iron Spider-Man suit at yeah. the start of the movie. Yeah, and then he just like gets rid of it. Yeah. Like, they don't even explain why he gets rid of it. He just gets rid of it. Don't want it anymore. Yeah. And it's like, why Why would you not want the bulletproof? Yeah. Like, <laughs> this might come in handy it, someday. Yeah. Bulletproof. After we you just know, saved got, the universe. It's got the extra arms. Yeah. I think it, like, even turns invisible or something. Yeah. And it's like, why would you give that up for yeah. just, like, a, a regular yeah. suit? Like, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. And they don't even explain it. It would be like, say, it'd be, it'd be like saying, well, you could drive this, you know, Stealth tank into battle. Yeah, yeah. Or you can run out there on foot with this M sixteen and see what happens. Or you could ride in on this Toyota Corolla. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and here's a here's a pistol with to defend two flat yourself. tires. Yeah, and a, and a, a potato gun. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah, and that's seriously what happened. And I was like, of course they they didn't touch it because like how could they? They're yeah. so stupid. Yeah. And they've really painted themselves in for it. I don't know. But well, they back, thought they were losing the character too. So yeah. Well, did you hear? And I, I wanted to tie this in real quick. Did you hear that the rumor is is that they've bought Hulk and Neymar from Universal? Which means the last franchises well, the last franchise that they don't have the rights to completely mm. is Spider Man. 
Oh yeah. So that they've now brought they're back, back in the X Men. They brought back the Fantastic. You know Four. what's they next? I know what they're gonna do next with Star Wars. They're gonna stick it in the goddamn Avengers. They're gonna have Han Solo next to, yeah, exactly. next to Captain yeah. America blasting away. A lot of people are honestly scared that that might happen. Oh Jesus! Um, and it's available on Apple TV. I, I don't think they will do that. At least in not, VR only. At least not anytime soon. Maybe. On, only on Valve Index. But it'll, you know, you know, it'll be really interesting is what what they'll do for Deadpool. I mean, oh. could could we possibly see Deadpool like visit Star Wars or? I'm so sick of Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. Yeah, I wish nothing but bad things. <laughs> I want that franchise, not on the man, the, you know, the, no, no. The, the franchise. You know what's funny is I I do hate the movies. Like I hate the movies, but I love the ending scenes where he just does like ridiculous stuff. Like maybe that's all it should be. It's just like Memes. five minutes of him doing like sort of meme Me- stuff. Well, that's all it is. Like. I'm just so sick of it. And, like, I hear people say, oh, cool, he can be in Spider-Man now. Well, it's just going to it's gonna be a distraction. It's just going to be annoying. It's yeah. just going to be, oh, look, here's Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool. And, <laughs> and you know, breaking the fourth wall in, yeah. in Avengers 5. You know, like, get him out of there. Yeah. He doesn't belong. I mean, I, they did have some pretty funny, like, stingers at the end of his oh, of sure. the last movie. Sure. The, the rest of the movie was terrible. Yeah. But they, they had a few funny moments towards the end. But they had a few funny moments and what was it? I'm the goddamn juggernaut. Well, because, <laughs> what movie was that in? But because he wanted to he wanted to have Wolverine yeah. in the movie. Yeah. But he couldn't. Yeah. Because of um, you know right. a, Hugh Jackman's schedule. Yeah. So they, they sort of did like the Superman. Wasn't he in the first one? Wasn't he in the end of the first one? No, I don't think so. Doesn't he tell somebody to F off? Or what, mo- what movie well, the was movie, that The in? second movie opened. That was in Days of Future Past or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They, they go to recruit him and he's just sitting there yeah, and he yeah, says yeah. F off yeah, or yeah. whatever. So, like, you know, he, he gets, like, a time machine in the end and he goes and he shoots, like, Wolverine in the head. And, you know, he just does some, some funny stuff, you know. And he references basically the fact that they couldn't get Wolverine yeah. into the movie. Yeah. And so, like, just stuff like that will be kind of fun <clears> when, when he gets to... Um, the Marvel Universe. I completely lost track as to how this, how we got to this. I don't topic. know. Moving on. Uh, we have more comic stuff in just a moment. But rumors say that the next generation of NVIDIA RTX cards are now 50% faster than the current line. They're coming out in the second half of 2020. Um, <laughs> do you know that the RTX 2080 is more powerful than the next-gen consoles? I believe it. And a lot of people are upset by that. Uh, yeah, you know, I was looking at a, a PC that had a 2080 Super in it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll Well, the 2080 it. T is the best you can do. Yeah. That's the Titan. Yeah. That costs like a grand, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can go... You, I mean, don't they have, like, some Titans that are, like, 5000 or $10,000? Probably. They've got like Arctic White versions to add. Like it literally costs an extra five hundred bucks to turn your graphics card white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's no difference, but it looks cool. Stick it in here, boys. Five hundred yeah, bucks. I am really in the loop where I just I go. Well, if I wait till next year, there'll be better technology, or 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 the current. You can wait forever. Or the current technology will be cheaper. Yeah. And so that I'm just stuck in this loop, right? I keep going, I, oh, yeah, but what about next year? I think <laughs> I'm going to really try with my PCs, because my PC is my main gaming thing now. Yeah. What I'm going to try to do, instead of updating one component at a time, I'm literally going to try to like hold my PC for like five years and then just buy literally top of the line at that time. Yeah. Almost like a console. 
and then ride it. How much RAM does your computer have? Thirty-two. Yeah. Okay. I want sixty-four, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and really, RAM these days, like thirty-two, is probably more than you even need. Yeah. But for some reason, I have this desire. Like, I need sixty-four. I, I need, need sixty-four. You never have enough. And I could. I then I when I get my twenty-eighty T, I can bridge See, it to another twenty. My, my girlfriend, she has she has a computer just like that. Thirty-two gigs. It's a ten seventy. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And she bought it like a year or two ago when it was really like the top of the line. Yeah. And she says she paid about two thousand dollars for it. And yeah. I was like, oh god. That's a lot you know, of like money. you yeah. know, and, and now with the ten seventies not not even close to the top. Yeah. It's still pretty good. It's still good. It's yeah. still really solid. But and that's just what I think. It's like, God, I don't want to pay two thousand dollars and then like a year or two from now, like there's gonna be much better stuff. Well that's and, why like, I tell people whenever they ask me, because I built, like, my gaming and streaming PC and stuff, like, don't, don't cheap out. Like, I had to convince my, and I, I regret yeah. it sometimes that I spent so much, but, like, you're going to be more satisfied no. in the long run. I Just mean, get the top of the line thing that you know is going to be good for, you know. Exactly. And that's where don't, I'm at. Don't, like, I was sitting there, like, I'm like, well, I can get, like, this version for, like, $100 cheaper. Exactly. But I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. Like, do I'm doing the big. Do, I'm spending do the $100. Because when you think about it, if you're going to have this thing for years and years and years, yeah. just just think about the cost per month. Right. It's nothing. And, and then think of the difference. And then think of the, the happiness difference. And yeah. It's like, if you buy this cheaper thing, you're going to want something else sooner. The whole time. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna regret time. it. Yeah, you're not gonna have as much yeah. happiness with it, and then you're gonna want something you else save sooner. Save hundred bucks, but yeah, and then next year you're like, okay, this thing's a piece of crap. I need to go yeah. buy another one. Yeah. But then you're gonna cheap out on that one, but you're still gonna spend a few hundred on right, it. Right, right. So now, now you've screwed you're just yourself. in a vicious cycle. Yeah, and then eventually you get to the point where, okay, I need, I want more RAM. Oh shit, my motherboard doesn't support the new RAM. Yeah. So now I gotta get a whole new motherboard. And that's where I'm at. And now I gotta get a new processor. That's and now I gotta get a new power supply. So I might as well get a graphics card. Well, I think my power supply is the only thing. My power supply and the the case are like yeah. the only two things worth salvaging. Yeah. Like I gotta you know replace everything else. I think I'm just gonna buy like a pre-built Alienware or Dell. Whatever, Not a bad idea. Nine-niner. To yeah. spend two thousand bucks. Yeah, I don't even think I'm gonna build the next one. I'm just gonna make buy sure it. the graphics card's white. I'm just going to wait for Christmas next year. Daniel Radcliffe is being considered for Marvel's Moon Knight. What the hell is Moon Knight? I thought that was a Kirby character. That is Marvel's version of Batman. Space Ghost? That's all I could think of. <laughs> Space Ghost. Um, it's like Batman if Batman was insane. Because isn't... Kit Harrington is playing what? Black Knight? Yeah. Well, who, who, who is Moon Knight? They have nothing to do with each other as far as I know. But, but what is he? Like, is he literally... He's He's got, like, some mental issue. They're but, doing a TV show, like, right? It's like, a TV show? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's um, a TV show. Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be kind of cool. He's got a... It looks like Asriel. Yeah. Well, he's like... He's their version of Batman. Yeah, I can see it. But he's got... But he's crazy. He's, like, literally crazy. <laughs> like I can see Daniel Radcliffe he's got doing extreme, well in that role. He's got some sort of extreme mental illness. Well, people think Batman. Some people think Batman well, does yeah. too. Really, well, people think he does, but Moon Knight, it's completely like, does. It, yeah, yeah, he's he's really crazy, and um, so I mean that'll be kind of interesting. But I hope that spurs DC or Warner Brothers to make like a Batman like HBO show. Yeah, because that would be that would be awesome. So speaking of comics, 
DC's Doomsday Clock event finally ended. This started years yeah, ago. Yeah, I remember. I this can't was believe. the event that brought Watchmen into continuity with the whole DC universe, which was controversial. Oh, of course. I and mean, it, who saw this on? It ends with Doctor Manhattan literally destroying the entire universe. Oh, of course. Well, but he doesn't like blow it up. He like sucks it down into like an atom or something. Yeah. And then you know recreates the whole thing, and he he fixed a couple things along the way, like. Somebody in Watchmen never gets killed. I don't remember who it was. Um, like, I think it's... Is it Ozymandias or whatever? Does he get shot at some point in Watchmen? Must be. I can't remember. But he fixes, like, several things. Like, somebody's kid survives that died otherwise. He never becomes Dr. Manhattan. He, that never happens. Oh, wow. Uh, he, big... he undoes himself. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, just... I, it was kind of interesting to listen to. At this, it was kind of just a different, but at the same time, so supposedly this event is what he is actually responsible for rebirth. That the whole rebirth line yeah. was because of this. Oh god, I don't know if that's well, that's kind of. I don't know what rebirth even is, but yeah, I don't know. Every time I hear about comics, like I kind of want to start reading them again, and then I'm reminded, well, nothing really matters. Yeah, well, that's the issue. Do you remember when I told you Thor died a few episodes, like a few issues ago? Yeah. Well, he's back and he's gone Super Saiyan now. Did you see that yeah, picture? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, like I, I literally think it's easier. I'll just listen to a few YouTube videos about what's happening, and that's exciting and it's free. Yep. And I cannot get invested in it yeah, at the same time. I mean, and, it really is. It's probably the way to go, and that's the shame of it. Like I always thought, if I were ever in charge, and I think I've explained this on the show before. Is I would either, I would either have them like volumes where yeah. the universe begins and it ends, yeah, and then we start a new universe, yeah. You know, it can begin anything, and we can we can change the characters however the hell anybody wants, yeah. you know. And they sort of did that with the Ultimate Universe, yeah, right? yeah. And, and I look at the they Ultimate haven't done anything like that, in yeah. And I, I look at the so. Ultimate Universe or, or All Star Batman, around yeah. and All Star Superman. Well, that never got <laughs> and, finished. And I just think to myself like. Why isn't that the blueprint of how comics operate? Like, you start a universe, and then you end it. Yeah. Like, rather than this, well, it's the same, but it isn't. Wouldn't it be more exciting to not have a Batman comic for, like, five years, and then have, like, Batman's back? You know, like... They would never do that. No, they wouldn't. But wouldn't it be exciting? Because the balls you would need to do that. Well, and you'd lose tons (laughs) of money. Exactly. Well, that's why... But it would be exciting. Yeah. Like, to, you know, well, Batman, the Batman series ended, and then... You wait for you it know. Just, I mean, it feels it's it's kind of sad because for years and years and years, like it really was the same story. Yeah. You know, and that's why like when they killed Superman, people were like on the news like they killed Superman. Like, yeah. People were like, holy Crying. shit! Like, how can you do this? You yeah. Know? And, and then come to find out, you know, like oh well, we're entering a new era where nothing really matters. Yeah, we're gonna resurrect well, them. In yeah, we're bringing them two back. months. Yeah. yeah, but it used to be like if you killed them. You, he would stay dead. That, that's why I like the ending of uh, The Walking Dead, because they kind of killed Rick Grimes just, like, out of the blue, unceremoniously. He was laying in his bed, yeah. shot, dead, series yeah. ends. Like, yep. a lot of people don't like that, but it's like, that's more like real mattered. life, and it yeah. ended. At yeah, it it, the story ended. Yeah. It's over. That was it. Did you not enjoy the last 200 it's issues? It's like, it's like, you're going to die, too, so. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> That's, you, you, that's can't please that. you can't please everybody. GTA 5 is now on Game Pass. So, 
the value of GTA 5 alone as a video game has to be insanely high. Not to mention the GTA Online, all this that This game stuff. came out last generation. Yeah. Like, let's let's not forget that. I know. But I'm just thinking, you text me today, like, the value of Game Pass. You know? Oh, yeah. And it's like, this one game is $60. I mean, yeah. this is a game that you can play for months. Yep. And now you can play it for $10 a month with hundreds of other games. Well, it's I mean, just nuts. I just got on my Xbox today, and I'm looking at it, and, it, and you know... It has like the four games, like it shows you like oh what's been added recently. Yeah. And it was like GTA five and my friend Pedro, untitled goose game and something else, probably Metro or something. And I'm just looking at it, I'm like, holy crap. Like, you know, those yeah. are those are four games that I mean, maybe GTA five I might buy. Yeah. But the other ones maybe I wouldn't. Probably not, yeah. But I really wanted to play anyway. Yeah. I mean, I really wanted to play it, but, you know, I just, I, you know, I, I want to spend the time and money yeah. just because I don't have the time. Right. But now with Game Pass, it's like, it's totally Well, that's the I'm other problem. blown away. That's the other problem with Game Pass. It, it's the one problem. It's like the Netflix problem. Like, there's so much here that I don't even know where to start. Exactly. Like, at times, it's like, I can look through it all, and I'm like, yeah, I want to play that, that, that looks cool. Yeah. That, and now I'm just like, well... I mean, I really want to play Metro Exodus, but I just can't. I can't get it to it. I yeah. Guess um, D Live struck a deal with BitTorrent, which I had no idea was still around at all. I know. And this Justin Sun guy is apparently the second coming of. What is D Live? Uh, D Live is a. Uh, this. It's a. It's a streaming service, just like. Uh, <clears throat> like Twitch or Mixer, but it's it's. Um, I'm sorry, my own streaming it's, service. It's crypto, enabled. Yeah. Um, kids and their damn crypto. I don't think kids know what crypto. You know, I feel like crypto. It's in a weird spot. It really is because kids young, kids like younger than us. I don't think they have any clue what it what crypto and Bitcoin is. They don't understand it, and it's hard for anybody to understand. I'm not yeah. knocking them. Yeah. Damn People older, kids. much older than us, have no idea. Yeah. But, so it's its appeal seems very limited. Well, I feel like though when those kids get old enough, maybe they, they, they will figure out maybe. what it is. But the older generation knows it's yeah, it's lost. Yeah. Them. Like I remember explaining it to my parents, and like they were like, "Wait, you're you're gonna give them money for nothing?" Yeah. I was like, no, it's not, it's, it's not nothing. It's you know, you know, like this thing has no value. It has no you know, and I'm like, well, yes and no. A video game has no value. Yeah, yeah. It's a like, well, at first they thought it was like video game currency. Yeah, like this is—is this a video game? Yeah, or? Is this V Bucks from Fortnite. Yeah. So, yeah, the older generation totally lost on this. So CES twenty twenty is uh, starts in two days, so we'll be covering yeah. that next episode. Did you see Sony was hyping up something at this? Yeah. Like, like maybe they're gonna put PS five. Do you think it's PS five? God, I hope so. You think so? That would be amazing. And it seems, I mean. It would seem plausible given the way Microsoft announced the Xbox. It does seem plausible. So it seems a little plausible, but it, uh, at the same time, they Sony, would steal the show. Sony also seems to like to, to do the Apple thing, where like they have their they do separate their own. yeah thing. So they would steal the show, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, it would be big. Yeah. And, and CES is a hugely yeah. covered show. Yeah, so that's I what mean, I mean. It would, it would be smart it would, in a lot yeah. of ways. So well, maybe they could do what Microsoft did: not reveal the whole thing, just yeah. show. The console and like their their first game and Microsoft is going to be there to talk about the Xbox some more, so it's yeah. possible. Yeah, it is. We shall see. 
That's it for Godmo Unlocked episode 72. We'll see you back here along with all of our friends and family and the Birds fan club, which consists of just the man sitting across from me. Yep. The one man fan. In episode 73. <laughs>